0: Been teased and teased and teased some more by Todd Howard for years about the potential of Bethesda's next big RPG, Starfield. We have barely seen or heard anything about this game except for a few short trailers and a confirmed release date. Uh, November 2022, here we come, baby! Um, that being said, this game represents a brave new world for Bethesda. There are no wastelands or dragons here. There's no predetermined lore to follow. It's only what the minds of Bethesda Game Studios can create. So, here at the Game Raiders podcast, we are going to do a little theory crafting. Where is this game going? How's it going to play? And what can we expect to see in Starfield? Uh, I'm Drew.
1: I'm Sergio
0: here. How's it
1: going? And if we're right, you can't sue us, Todd.
0: Yeah yeah you can't yeah no suing uh but we will take some jobs if you
1: want yes you can i will gladly work on elder scrolls 6
0: i've got a lot of ideas todd got a lot of ideas
1: and that game probably won't come out until 2030 so
0: yeah <laughs> yeah because this game is still gonna is gonna well it's coming out next year actually i, I was a, a couple of years ago, or like before E3 this year, I would have said, oh, yeah, it's going to take another couple of years. But...
1: Yeah, Drew, it's 2021, man. We're almost out of this.
0: I know. I, I thinking, what year is it? I'm like Robin Williams and Jumanji. I right? think
1: of that that meme where it's like Sam and, and Steve and they're running. And yeah. it's like it's like St- uh, Sam running. And it's like me still trying to process 2020. 2020. It's like 2021
0: then... almost ending. Yeah,
1: no, yeah it's like four months to so
0: 2022. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. All right. So yeah, so we're going to um we're just going to kind of talk about Starfield. We're just going we're going to throw we're going to throw some ideas around, see where this what this game is going to be yeah. all about. Uh, a lot of Here's... people are trying to piece together any and all information they can because we we still don't really know that much.
1: No, oh, even with the teaser trailer, like though well, I guess there's two trailers now. There's the teaser yeah. teaser and then the the E3 trailer which showed a little bit more, but not a lot. And uh my entire knowledge of the game is Those two teasers and um, the fact that it's a new engine for Bethesda. That's it.
0: Yeah. So uh, yeah, so kind of we're going to kind of talk about what we know and then first and then we're going to kind of talk about maybe some ideas like what we think we could potentially encounter in the game, uh, gameplay systems, stuff like that. Um, So Starfield has kind of been something of a dream project for Bethesda for a while uh, even before the first teaser, we knew that they had, they had been kind of working on this. They'd been wanting yeah. to do a sci-fi game in space for a long time.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I know they kept saying during E3 this year that this game <laughs> was like 25 years in the make or something like that.
0: Yeah. So Todd Howard uh, himself is quoted as saying, we've been talking about it for a decade. We started putting things on paper five, six years ago. And active development was from when we finished Fallout 4. So two and a half to three years. Um. So, yeah, they've been talking about making this game for a long, long, long time, even even like back during the um, like Skyrim <coughs> days, you know. Um, in order to get a sense for what today's thinkers are imagining for space travel in the future, Howard actually uh, – well, Howard and some of the Bethesda team actually went to uh, SpaceX. <laughs> they got invited by Elon Musk to come check out – SpaceX. Um, <laughs> so, um, All right. and uh, Todd actually also mentioned that helium three, which is this is a speculative fuel source for nuclear fusion, could provide the fuel for the starships we see in Starfield. Um, so, getting getting a little, I guess, some research out of this trip to see, you know, how, where space travel is going. Um, Starfield is going to be the first Bethesda RPG to use a new ish. I'm gonna put that ish thing on the on the end there. Uh, engine since Fallout Four, the Creation Engine 2. So as the name implies, this is a variant of the current Creation Engine that Bethesda has used yes. since the days of Skyrim, and even that was built off of the foundation of Bethesda's previous engine, uh, Game Bio, which was used for uh, or Gamebryo. Sorry, I didn't I didn't catch the embryo kind of thing. Um and this was the engine that they used for Morrowind, Oblivion and Fallout 3. It was also used in Fallout New Vegas. Yeah.
1: The implications of it being a figure suggest that there may be other versions out there in other universes.
0: Yeah. So, uh Yeah, there's like Creation Engine X, there's Creation, yeah. there's like Evil Creation Engine, <laughs> like, you know. There's, like,
1: there's Kid Creation Engine. Kid
0: Creation Engine. Alligator um so in in discussing the story like again as sergio mentioned we we don't really have a whole lot of details yet about like the story um from the from the teaser trailer um we know so we know that the player will be a space explorer working with a group known as constellation uh todd howard describes constellation as nasa meets indiana jones meets the league of extraordinary gentlemen a group of people that are still searching for answers
1: it's good. So, I, one thing I'm glad about is that this is just not a like a No Man's Sky game made from Bethesda. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Like a yeah, online like, or
1: whatever. This is going to be like story-focused. Focused, in a way, yeah. kind of like Skyrim where, you know, you still have a lot of exploring
0: and stuff like that. But you can follow different pathways to tell, tell a unique story. Right. And uh, jumping off of that, Howard says, while Constellation will be the main faction that we will interact with over the course of the story... He has also made mention that there will be other groups that the player will be able to join later down the line. So, very, this is very Bethesda. You know, we're Mm -hmm. used to like Elder Scrolls factions or like Fallout factions and stuff like that. So, very, very Bethesda game studios still. Um, From the tone of the trailer, it appears that Starfield is very much going to add its two cents on what the great journey of humanity is and do the stars actually hold the key to our future? Um,. In terms of uh, gameplay, we can probably expect this to be a little bit more akin to something like a Skyrim as space. It's not going to be like No Man's Sky, like you said. You know, it's going to be more, it's going to be still a Bethesda RPG. Um, There will be first and third person camera angles, uh, but this is actually where where facts end and speculation begins. Uh, because that is all we have uh gameplay wise, uh, in terms of uh what we know. So um knowing that the intention is to make Skyrim in space, we can probably safely deduce uh that there will be like quests, there's gonna be loot, level ups, character creation, etc. All all this staples that we know from RPGs and we know from Bethesda's RPGs. Mm-hmm. Um so we see, and in the E3 trailer, we see a futuristic space rifle thing. You know, I don't know if it's a gun, like a traditional gun. But, you know, ranged weaponry or some kind of, you know, whatever that is, is is, is a go. Yeah. You know, we don't know about other types of weapons or if there could be, like, space magic, you know? That could <laughs> be like... I mean, I know other games have touched on space magic and done their little thing with it, but I think, you know, Bethesda could maybe although with the with the knowledge that they're they're like I think they're trying to treat this as a little bit more realistic. So
1: Yeah. So I I would assume that there probably wouldn't be any space magic. Maybe more so like more futuristic weaponry that, you know a gravitational gun or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? Where,
0: I think if there is any sort of, like, yeah, magic, I think it's going to have more, like, a sci- like a sciencey yeah aspect to it. It's going to be, like, science-based. You know, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Um, so I just kind of came up with, like, a list of, like, things that I want in Starfield that I would love to see. Um, and this is, like, this is not, like, a full list or an exhaustive list, but this is just the things that, I, like, I could think of um, off the top of my head. So I do want so like the character creation for uh and like development for like Skyrim and Fallout 4 is is actually very toned down, I feel like, in comparison to like a lot of Bethesda's earlier RPGs, like Fallout Three, Oblivion, Marwin, these all have a lot of deeper customization and uh creation um systems. And so I kind of would wish that they wanted that they would bring some of that back a little bit um i miss skills i miss having skills you know because like fallout 4 eliminated skills from the game and i'm and it's just it's just the special attributes and i'm like i just kind of i kind of miss that you know i miss that um they eliminated a, a lot of the they or eliminated or condensed a lot of the like uh skills in skyrim like even coming off of oblivion which had also i think eliminated some from morrowind Um, so, I mean, condensing is, I I get condensing and stuff like that, but I I do wish they would bring a a little bit of that back, just, just for some more, I don't know, it, it, it's more, it's, it's deeper, I think, it, um, gives you, gives you new ways to play and stuff like that, you know, new, new areas to focus on, to, like, build your character, you know, the way that you want to, um. And in that same vein, I also hope that we have a wide and deep pool of equipment, like weapons and armor, that can be customized to at least a degree, to a degree at least on par with Fallout 4. Because Fallout 4's customization system is actually pretty, is, is pretty good. Uh, the only problem is, they didn't have it, they, I don't feel like they had enough weapon and armor archetypes. Mm. Um to play around with so i i hope that we get at least a good variety of weapons and armor in this game because that's like i mean that's that's like what you're kind of enticing your players with you know like you want to have like good loot in an rpg right um so space combat and ship customization would be cool if they do that like Mm -hmm. so i know some people were talking about like they're like oh space combat confirmed because in the trailer we saw um like what looked like on the console in front of the character in the trailer when they're booting up their their starship it it does show like a little weapons display and like little toggles for weapons and stuff like that um i don't think that's an like necessarily a confirmation of ship combat um because like I, that could just be like a you know fun little detail or something like that but i, I mean it'd be pretty cool if there was it'd be pretty cool I'm just saying this <laughs> i'm not <laughs> expecting it but it'd be pretty cool <laughs> hire um, me todd hire me yeah um next thing i want is a housing system so like this is this has been a thing in previous bethesda games so there's no reason it shouldn't be in starfield Uh you know setting up like a little home on like a distant alien planet would be dope as fuck um the next thing that i want is side quests that matter this is really 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 important to me i want them to tone down the radiant quests I want them because Fallout 4 has, I mean, they do have, Fallout 4 has several interesting side quests. The problem is the majority of the content in the game is radiant miscellaneous quests, such as like, you know, like all the the Minuteman quests is what I'm thinking of partially. And then, I mean, there's other things uh like the like all the all the railroad um miscellaneous quests and stuff like that i want them to tone down those kinds of quests like you can still have those i think skyrim balances it really really well where you have like a bunch of really really interesting side stories and side characters that actually like have arcs and stuff like that and and you know interesting dialogue and implications for the world uh like i'm thinking of like the daedra quests um in skyrim the forsworn conspiracy um uh, the blessings of nature from skyrim where you literally like heal a tree like you bring life back to and you you see the fruits of your labor um and then stuff like i mean i know uh so i know they didn't i mean they produced fall new vegas but i know obsidian mostly developed it but uh-huh. like that that lucky old son restoring hope from new vegas or um, o- Oasis, or the Power of the Atom from Fallout 3. Maybe not... I mean, like, Power of the Atom is, is kind of... I don't want to say overrated, but I think by this point, I mean, like, everybody talks about Power of the Atom, you know? Um, I mean, it is, it, it, is a, it is a cool quest with, like, large implications on the world. You know, because you literally hold the power of life and death in your hand, like, whether an entire settlement gets wiped off the map, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, just... Those are a few examples. Um, I, yeah, so I hope they go back to like more of those quests. Um, and yeah, tone just tone down the radiant quests a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then the, and then the last thing on my list currently is I want I still want those like nice environmental details and secrets dotted around the world. Um, so the biggest one that uh, I can think of is Arkwind Point. It's it's an entirely hidden like exterior um area of the skyrim map where uh it's not marked there's no like fast travel point to it you have to just like go find it and um when you go there it will spawn like a legend or like an elder dragon you know Uh uh-huh um so it's like a like basically just a super hard boss fight Mm -hmm. um so stuff like that you know like little secrets just dotted around here like as much shit as i pile on to fallout 76 the one thing i will say is Fallout 76 had in- in- incredible environmental design in terms of like um like environmental storytelling is is to be more specific um because you would you would stumble upon these little because obviously there's no other like humans in the game so they had to create they had to get a little bit more creative with how they you know, gave lore and stuff like that through like terminals, um, or through just like context of like you stumbling upon this like scene and you're like, what happened here? and you kind of piece it together for yourself. I, I would I would like that a lot um in Starfield as well. Um is there anything you in particular would love to see in Starfield, Sergio? It's hard to say.
1: I would love to see oh uh, whoops my microphone got unplugged. <laughs> I I have a yeti and it got unplugged, so I got to set it back real quick. Um, it's hard to say what I would. Can is it still working? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. What I would want to see, but I think it's easier to say what I would not want to see. In a way, that makes sense. Yeah. I I like I don't like I, just, I don't want to go to a planet and it's so barren. And it's like you know what I mean. Like it's empty. Yeah. no no life like a desert you know what i mean like yeah sure it's okay for like one or two or like a moon or whatever yeah uh, but i would want the planet to be larger than I don't know, maybe you can only land a certain part and you, that means you can't land on other parts of it it's so, cuz it's you know maybe it's, there's only one part that's inhabited so that's the only part you can land on that makes sense to me like in a story yeah. but i don't want i don't want this big planet where i can literally land anywhere but it then I can only visit a certain small area or that just the area close to my ship. Right. I want to be able to see the whole thing. Maybe let's go. Yeah.
0: It's going to be interesting how they handle like, like quantities and also the qualities of the planets that we visit. Right. Yeah. So like, yeah, are you saying like, are we, are we going to be able to explore the whole planet? Are we only going to be able to explore a small space like of the planet? Like, how many planets are there going to be? Like, okay, so this is an interesting question. Would you rather have a small number of planets to visit, but then be more fully developed and fully explorable? Or would you rather have a large number and a large variety of planets, but just have like smaller spaces? I, I, feel, like the, I feel like the game is going to into one of these two camps. Yeah,
1: it definitely is. It's either going to go like the No Man's Sky route where it's going to have like a bunch of planets where you can visit, but they're going to be, like, diff- like, different qualities in terms of, like, oh, this one's really good, but this one's, like, so nothing's on this planet kind of thing. Yeah. I'd rather have the, let's say, like, if they give us, like, a good eight to ten planets that are fully developed. Yeah. If that. I mean, it, it may be, like, more like five or six, but, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Uh, I would say eight to ten is a good number. I think you can probably handle that. Uh, Fully developed planets versus, like, 20 to 30, you know, just kind of develop yeah. small areas.
0: I, I think it's more realistic um, to, I guess, set the bar at, like, yeah, like, five or six probably uh, well-developed, well-designed uh, planets. Yeah. I mean,
1: even um, if, if you want to say there's ten planets, but, like, six of them are actually well-developed, and then, like, I don't know, let's say three of them are, like, not inhabited, so there's right. going to be barren, and then one of them is going to be like maybe like a like there was a, a catastrophe there so there's just like no life but you still see like remnants of life i think that could work because you don't have to put as much effort in like building up like creatures and stuff for those planets uh-huh. versus the other five where you want to yeah. make sure you get like a full ecosystem and stuff like that going so
0: and yeah. like you could even like with with the the fact of there being like different varieties and different planets they can all kind of have their own theme like you know we've been talking about you know, like, develop, like, uh, lived-in planets versus, like, barren planets. Yeah. Like, I think it would be cool to go explore, like, an inhospitable world and have to, like, maybe, like, just survive, like, kind of for, like, a little bit. Like, you get, like, maybe you get stranded there at one point. Yeah. And you have to, like, try and survive for a little bit and figure out a way to get off the planet. Um, I think would be, like, a really interesting yeah um, like side 100%. quest even or maybe part of the main quest yeah um and then like have like a world where it is it is pretty much covered by oceans and it features a lot of like you know fishing and like uh, water sports and stuff like that so there can be like some fun mini games there um you know stuff like that like yeah I, I, I would also there's a lot of creative ground to yeah you
1: can do a lot of cool things I would love if there's going to be alien life forms. I would love them just not to be versions of creatures on our planet or humans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, sure, you yeah, can have, like, yeah. maybe, like, one or two species. Oh, they kind of look like humans, so you can bang them if you want.
0: I was about to say, I was about to say, we need the bangable aliens. Yeah,
1: but what I don't want is, like, every creature to be, like, they walk on two legs and they talk, speaking yeah. English or whatever. Like, I would want, like, they, these the creatures on or the, the the inhabitants of this planet are just made of gas. And they just yeah. float together, and they read your mind. Or this is like a kind of like a squid person, you know?
0: Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I don't want them to like really uh, like retread. I mean, it, it's kind of hard, right? Because everything is derivative of everything else. Yeah, it's it's kind of hard sometimes. But I I think that they can get creative in a lot of ways. Um, I'm sure there's still going to be like like weird time there's going to be aliens that look human enough to where you can bang them or romance them or whatever you know cuz there's al- there's always got to be that element to RPGs you know um uh but yeah I want them to get a little crazy with it I would love like a uh I would love like an intelligent creature that like a, mm-hmm. almost like a centaur in its design but um not like horse or whatever maybe like it has like the body or it has, like, the legs of, like, and the main body of a rhino. And then it has, like, the head of, uh, I don't know, something something weird. But but the, there's, like Dafoe. an intelligent creature. Huh?
1: It said the head of Willem Dafoe.
0: The head of Willem Dafoe. Oh, my God, dude.
1: And the body of a rhino.
0: <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Um,
1: other things, too. Um, I think combat. So with combat... I understand you gotta have some comment but i would like a game where maybe like your main focus for like space travel whatever is yeah. peaceful exploration mm-hmm. so maybe instead of going in guns blazing and shooting up you got to like negotiate your way out of a situation with an yeah. alien or other 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 humans out there too you know because obviously you're not the only humans that are gonna be in space so there's different fractions and stuff like that but i think that would be really cool uh and obviously of course you, you have that option to go guns blazing, but it has consequences, you know what I mean? Maybe, like, you lose ranks, or maybe you... Yeah. I I don't know. You know what I mean? You get punished for it. I don't know. I think that'd be cool.
0: I think um, the Fallout games have done this better than the Elder Scrolls games. Like, I can't... I'm trying to think of a specific scenario. I mean, there might have been one in Elder Scrolls 3, maybe, or maybe even I, I think Oblivion, but I can't think of a single instance in, in Skyrim where you can like really use speech to get out of a combat scenario you know what i'm saying yeah like it in in what like i think you can speech you can do speech for certain things but it's not gonna it like it would never lead to combat um but i i want to be able to talk down like some enemies or you, you know like you said negotiating and stuff like that
1: i think that'd be so cool um
0: I think the the only example I can think of is the orc strongholds cuz like when you go to the orc strongholds you the first time you encounter one you have the option of helping them find an artifact or just like slaughtering them uh-huh. which makes no sense I mean unless you're like a genocidal maniac yeah but um so yeah I want some more of those like I I would also appreciate like some more of that like um you know not not so like brute force method you know like sometimes you need like a a gentler hand you know yeah
1: for sure i especially think i got because i think the whole point is like exploration yeah You're, yeah you, like indiana jones obviously he goes and kills nazis but he's not like going in like destroying you know innocent people
0: yeah i mean he speaks like a dozen languages like especially in like um especially in the young indiana jones adventures like a lot of those are like they're not as action heavy that they have to do a lot more with like you know it's it's often him having conversations with like mm-hmm. a historical figure about something like that you know it's more educational so yeah i mean and this game sounds like it's it it's kind of like it's still going to be there's still going to be combat obviously because it's an rpg but yeah if 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 the point of the story is to kind of go out there and explore the stars you know, hopefully there'll be a little, a little, a little bit more um, tacit in the approach. Yeah, for sure. Unless, unless the story is going to be like about how man is the worst animal of them all. You know, yeah. Which and I think
1: that can be a different, like a different game path you can go on. You know, like as one where you, your humanity is. I don't want to negotiate. I don't want to cause violence. I'm here to explore, and you know. And they ruin and
0: everything they touch.
1: And then the other path is, you know, yeah. I, if you go guns blazing, you're you're altering the the the, yeah. the effects of you know humanity or whatever. Um, I also, I don't know if this is gonna be like an unpopular opinion. I would it's still the RPG elements you can still do, but but I'm just really focused on the story aspect of it, and then. I, I guess kind of my, my guess example would be kind of like a God of War where it still has RPG elements. You can still build up your character and add stats and stuff like that. But that main story is like the main focus and the side missions. There aren't distracting like a, something like in a Ghost of Tsushima where you just go side mission, side mission, side mission. And then you yeah. get lost or whatever. Uh, that's what I would want. I, or even like a Skyrim, for example, or Fallout where just the side missions end up taking over at a certain point. Uh, I would love if it's just like, here's a good 15, 20 hour story and the side missions could add an extra five to six hours on top of that.
0: Well, the, so the, yeah, I I don't know. I haven't actually just played the main story of Skyrim, like just from start to finish uh, in any of my playthroughs because I always get distracted. Yeah, exactly. See Um, what I'm saying?
1: Like I would, I would like, you would like to be able to start to finish, finish the game
0: yeah, I don't know how long the Skyrim main story would take. Like, I feel like it doesn't take that long though. I don't think it's longer than any of the other, like, mi- like arcs in the game. Um, I so I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna be like. I think the story will be good. I mean, I hope the story will be good, like the main story, because like one of the reasons why I've never cared to finish the Skyrim main story is because it's just kind of like it's, it's, you know. I feel like there's more interesting stories in the side quests than the main story uh-huh. in that game. And I would... So I hope that the main story is at least, like, on par with, if not better, than the side content. Like, that I can completely agree with. Um, I don't think it's going to... Like, it's going to be, like, a Bethesda RPG. So I don't think it's going to be, like... Like I think there's still going to be that sort of like freedom, you know, like where that where they're like, okay, um, you know, you kind of made it through like the first like couple main story missions, and now you can go, you know, do whatever you want. I think I think there there's gonna be that point where they're like, okay, uh, you know, the the leash is off, you know, go ahead, go nuts.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So I think it's I think it's just gonna be up to like what you want to do right and like hopefully the main story from those like first couple of missions is going to be enticing enough to like i mean i'm sure people like the first time through are going to it's going to be about the replayability though like because like bethesda games are all about the replayability with like the mods and stuff like that the modding community so it'll be interesting to see uh the replayability of starfield's main story i guess because like the first time through we're all going to be playing it because it's new it's brand new um But, uh, yeah, I mean... It's,
1: like, the tenth time they remaster it for another console. That's when you, like... Oh, my
0: God, don't even get me started. We'll see. Well, Starfield... That's the the question. Is Starfield gonna be the next Skyrim? Like, is is it gonna be this game that just is on life support? Like, and it just, just keeps getting released and released and released, like, every, you know, couple of years or so? Like, I don't know. It's tough to say. Um... I mean, Bethesda is kind of playing this one a little bit closer to the chest than we're used to.
1: Well, I feel like by E3 next year, we'll have a complete understanding of what this game is.
0: And how it plays. Yeah, how
1: it plays, what the story's going to be like, character development, stuff like that.
0: I think so, too. But, like, it's just... It's odd for them, because, like, by this point, like, I feel like we had... We knew what Fallout 76 was going to be. We knew what um fallout 4 was gonna be you know like it's well, just they, so... they, usually,
1: they usually like to announce games within like a year or two of it being done and then they have like one big conference like a couple months before it comes out saying hey this is exactly what it's going to be like so yeah. they did that for like 76 and fallout 4 and stuff like that and this i think this was one of the first ones where they announced the game like years before it was even close to being done
0: yeah. Well, they definitely. So I don't know about this one, but they definitely announced Elder Scrolls Six too soon.
1: Yeah, that one too.
0: De- definitely announced Elder Scrolls Six too soon because by the time that game comes out, it's gonna be like it's gonna be like six or seven years
1: from. Uh, bro, they might be even ten years before from when they announced well, it.
0: From when they announced it, yeah. Yeah.
1: Because um, right now, as far as I know, they're just focusing on working on Starfield, and then yep. they're getting, once Starfield's done, then they'll start working on Elder, Elder, Scrolls. Elder Scrolls. Yeah. Yep. You also got to remember they're also working on an Indiana Jones game. Yep. Um, yeah, that's all. So, that's all Bethesda Game Studios, right? Those three games.
0: Uh, well, actually, I think Indiana Jones is.
1: Oh, it's a different. No, it's machine gun. Machine games. Machine game. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. But Todd Howard is the producer. The yeah, game. he's
0: yeah he's producing it. Um,
1: yeah.
0: I mean, it, it all kind of falls under the Bethesda banner, right? Like the Xbox banner now. Well, the Xbox banner now, but yeah. But even even under Xbox, I don't I think bethesda still has their like banner, right? You know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and the anyway. last thing
1: last thing I would want is um if you just want to just take the music from Interstellar and just overlay it on this just game. put it in there, yeah. Hey man, I'm not like, complaining. <laughs> <laughs> uh just call, call up chris yeah.
0: nolan be like, "Hey bud, you got that you got that composer?"
1: Yeah, I also think they probably. Um, Did they said they they said this game was coming out next year is just so they can avoid yeah, any constant. any any delays if uh, they came to it working from home from COVID. I think if they they gave themselves a year, so I think that's plenty. Well, over a year, a year and a half, I think that's yeah. plenty of time to finish polishing the game, even if you're stuck at home. So,
0: right. Um, yeah, hopefully it is smooth sailing uh, to the November twenty twenty two release date. Uh, we still don't know the exact November date. November
1: eleventh,
0: twenty twenty two. Oh yeah, right. Sorry. Yeah, November eleventh, twenty twenty two. And uh, yeah, I mean, I am. I am incredibly. This is like, I know I've said this. In the past, like, I I think I've been excited for every Bethesda Game Studios game, and uh, Fall of 76 kind of, kind of, kind of rubbed me the wrong way, you know, on launch and stuff like that, and I was like, you know, I don't know if I can trust Bethesda anymore, I don't, like, I still don't really trust them.
1: Yeah. Hey, man, Fall of 76, apparently it's a lot better now.
0: It's a lot better now, from what I've heard. Um,
1: According to our... our... Or Papa Adam Sessler, he says that it is a game that you must return to.
0: Oh well, good, good, good for Sessler. I'm I'm happy he is having fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I am incredibly excited for this game because it is a new IP. It, it it has so much potential. It's not just building off of Fallout or Elder Scrolls. This is a brand new beast and you know i i do think it's got a lot of potential i think it could be something big the fact that it's gonna be um on xbox series x well i guess it'll be on xbox one too eventually no. One, right No, just I, at think, series I, think, x? I think
1: by that time that's just gonna be series x only
0: okay so it's gonna be on series x it's gonna be on game
1: pass um yeah, there's already a few games where you just can't get on the xbox one
0: Okay, um. But yeah, um. I don't know. I don't have any more to say on uh, Starfield. Um, one
1: last thing. Yeah. Um, do not cyberpunk us, Starfield. Thank you.
0: Yeah, please God. I just really, I really hope this doesn't. This is not like a. Well, okay. To be fair, this one they didn't. I mean, we knew it was happening, but they didn't like tease us that it was happening until like I feel like what is a more appropriate time. CD Projekt Red definitely teased us too early for cyberpunk, um, you know. Uh, so I, I hope this is not going to be like a yeah another bad launch um, <laughs> situation. But you know, I, I think it's going to be uh, it'll be inter- I'll say this: it'll be interesting to see how this game fares on launch um, compared to previous uh, Bethesda games since it is a new IP and all. Hey, bid. But anyway, that's going to do it for us today. I think Um, just, just kind of having a more uh, just chill conversation about, uh, you know, Starfield and hopefully it's going to be good. Um, Sergio, where uh, do the people need to send us uh, their Todd Howard fanfic?
1: Uh, yes we are on twitter at the raiders pod we are on facebook at game raiders podcast i believe Uh, we are also on apple podcast stitcher uh spotify and google podcasts with the game raiders podcast you can listen to us rate us five stars tell us how good we're doing tell us what you want to see in uh starfield what do you want to see man what do you want to see
0: yeah, um, I mean, and even past that, like, what are you, what are you hoping to get out of Elder Scrolls Six when that happens, uh, whenever that is, t- uh, twenty thirty, who knows?
1: <laughs> he likes his, he likes his double digits, so it'll probably be November eleventh,
0: twenty
1: thirty three. I'll be, too, nah,
0: I'll be nah. too
1: old by then, man. Yeah, man, will you be forty? I don't know how old are you.
0: So, I'll be in 2033, I will be... No, I'll be 40. You'll be 40. So, so I'll be 39. Shit. (laughs) Shit, man. (laughs) All right, and on that existential note, we are out of here.
1: (laughs) I'm so old.
0: Oh,